1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast, you guys. I am Chelsea, and I'm a little sick, so I'm sorry. My voice is a little froggy today. Or should I have not said anything, because then they'll be noticing. The <laughs> what else is new? I'm JC. I'm the other half of the podcast, and we have some
2: very handsome very handsome special guests today that have been highly requested. They've made two appearances on the podcast before. Two and a half. Two and a half. When? Remember we had the first time we had him we had a part two. What's a half? Oh yeah. <gasps> he spoke. <laughs> Our husbands. Guys, introduce yourself.
3: Hey, what's up? This is uh Nick, Chelsea's husband, and I'm excited to be here.
0: Thank you for coming. The brunette
3: half of the guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait.
0: Well, you're both brunette.
1: I'm the uh well, yeah, you're you're brunette. I'm half. kinda like Sandy Blonde. Yeah, you've got that beautiful Sandy Blonde there. <laughs> yeah. The curly half. I'm the curly half. And I'm the Are straight you curly? half. <laughs> <laughs> nice
2: this is my husband life guys that's me thanks for being here you too thanks for having us thanks we having you um, today- I love you guys um today oh
3: we love you too oh my gosh
2: <laughs> nick looks at life when he says that i love you too Leif. <laughs> today we are chatting about dating okay and we kind of put them on the spot life found out about this podcast about one minute ago the uh, topic of it so we we've done marriage advice and now we're kind of backtracking to dating advice, so you kind of have to mentally go back to when you were, you know, in the, in the dating, dating world. Scene. Yep, in the dating scene, and we're giving Bachelors. advice to people. Uh, I think mostly girls probably wrote in of uh, just how to how to date, and your guys, we're getting it from the guys' perspective as well as the girls.
0: So I think it'll yeah. be a good conversation
3: for all those guys listening.
0: Yeah. All the boyfriends and husbands of and the maybe, girls who listen.
3: Yeah, maybe the confused women who are trying to get inside the mind of...
0: A man. A yeah. Man. Exactly. So
2: I think it'll be, be beneficial for everyone. So do you want to start, Chelsea? You have a lot of questions written down. Yeah, I will start. We got questions from you guys, by the way, on Instagram. We asked yeah. you if you had any questions about dating, and you guys uh, wrote in a bunch of these. So that that's what we're going off of. And we're making fun of your questions.
0: <laughs> That's what the podcast episode <laughs> everyone. I'm like, desperate. Wow. <laughs> okay, first one. Is it okay to ghost someone after going on one date? Well, first of all, Nick, have you ever ghosted someone? Well, actually, Be honest. I know the answer. You ghosted me one time. So <laughs> That's not yes. true. Laf, have you ever ghosted someone?
1: Yeah.
2: Completely? Like never spoke well, like, to him again? Like you just go on a date and never speak again? What, is that? What ghosting is? Or I think, think they so. you just out? disappear. Yeah, okay. you die.
1: Like it's kind of even worse than that. Like we're dating, kind of. And
2: nice. you just never reply just... to her again. So you guys
0: are technically still dating.
3: <laughs> she hasn't had that closure Uh-oh. yet. <laughs> yeah, no. I, uh, she's I like, I, she's I have married. a
0: boyfriend, late, but I haven't seen him.
3: Let's <laughs> call her up. Let's end it.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's get her online. Like, get her on a call. Uh, well, what? Can you give us more info, please?
1: I don't really know what happened, or like. I think I went on some sort of, like, trip. I think I went to Hawaii or something. And, yeah, we just kind of just stopped talking. Or I think I mostly stopped talking. (laughs) Mm, But I still have that same issue today with my relationships. I just, like, sometimes don't text back. And then I forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's what happened, yeah. I forgot to text back, and then I just forgot about her.
2: I will say I forgot about (laughs) her. I will say that you've always been the worst texter, even when we were dating. Mm -hmm. You, I would sometimes be like, "Oh, I don't think he," because you know that's like one of the telltale signs is it's like if he's not texting you back, he's not into you, you know. And Mm -hmm. so I remember even sometimes being like, "I don't think he's into it that much," because he just like doesn't reply to me, doesn't care. But then I would see you, and you'd be like so into it, and I'm like, "What?" Yeah,
1: I don't know what the deal is.
2: Some internal issues you need to work out. I guess. No. Um, wait. we'll Go back. The to go after, question was, is it okay to ghost someone after going on one date?
0: I think it after is. To one day, yeah. It's like there's you're no not attachment. Down. You're not tied down. Yeah. It, and the thing is, we talked about this previously where it's like, or maybe we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but correct me if I'm wrong, boys, but a lot of times boys ask for honesty from the girl. Like, do you think we could go on a second date? And like, if you're just up front and say like, you know what? We didn't vibe. Like, I don't think, I don't see anything with you. They're like, oh, okay, well, you're a B word, like, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of like get mad. But if you ghost them, then they're like, you led me on, blah, blah, blah. So how do you how do, do you that? Win? Like, how do you win?
1: You never win. Guys don't win. Amazing. Yeah. Oh. I was actually just watching, we were watching Friends last night, mm-hmm. and Chandler went on a date with someone. And he just, he didn't want to keep going on dates with this woman. But he just felt like he had to say, like, I'll call you back. Yeah. Because, like, like, that's, just, that's like, an easy way out. And then you don't have to talk to them again. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, It's like, hard for Yeah, that because that does happen
0: where it's, like, after a date you feel obligated. Or even with, like, a friend yeah. or someone you meet, it's, like, let's hang. Like, right. people say that. I feel like we should all just stop saying that if we don't mean it. It's like there's a lot of times I genuinely mean like I want to hang out like let's hang out and then maybe it never happens. Sometimes like you know you're like like we'll as never you're hang saying out. it you're like we ain't hanging out yeah like we'll never see each other. Well and then
1: you come off as fake you know. Yeah. Might as well just say what you're thinking. Yeah.
2: But I think it's hard with a f- when we're talking about you go on one, one date. date because it's like maybe they're not even asking for your honesty. Do you know what I mean? Like if you go on a date and then yeah. you didn't really vibe with them, but it's like they didn't really ask you and so y- you don't feel the need to be like
0: look this wasn't no, a fun well, date. it's like you just don't yeah. say
1: anything right you don't say let's do it again or i'll i'll call you
0: yeah you, you just, just say you thank don't. you for a good time and yeah. then like thanks for taking me yeah and then go inside true yeah true that okay cool okay next, next question. question okay
2: i have a question do you guys think that a guy and a girl can be just friends and hang out all the time let's say for like a year. It's like, oh, no, 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 but we're just best friends. Like, do you think that is a real thing? Or do you think that one of them at least has a crush on the other?
1: Yeah, one of them. I'd say 100%, one of them. right?
2: Yeah. That's what we've said. That's what we've said. We've talked about this on the podcast before because we, I've, I've personally had friends like that where they're like, no, 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 we're just best friends. And I'm like, for a year? And you hang out all the time? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, if you don't like him, then he
0: likes you because that's yeah. just not a thing. I feel like in very rare situations it is. Like I was literally just thinking about friends. I was trying to think. I'm like, well, like Monica and Ross are brother and sister. So like they have that in common. So that's why they all kind of hang out because like Chandler's friends with Ross and Ross and Joey and like. Yeah, but so I'm talking all friends, just one on one though. No, and then I was thinking, okay, what about Phoebe and Joey? Like they hang out all the time and that I feel like neither of them have feelings for each other ever. Yeah, but that's a TV show. I'm like, that's reality. <laughs> that's my reality. I was I was trying to come up with a good scenario. Yeah, that's that. true. I guess so. But for the most part, I feel like if it goes further than like, I don't know, like a year and you're always spending—I t- think it's how much you spend time with each other and like how often are you talking. If you're talking all day, you're like, we're really just best friends. It's like, he's not going to waste his time and you're not going to waste your time if it's like not going somewhere. When they could be looking. Like if it gets into the space where they could be looking for someone else. And they're not. Yeah. Yeah. One of you got a crush. Because yeah. if you're like, oh, every once in a while we <laughs> hang out. It's like maybe. But. I agree. My turn? hmm What are red flags for you? Nick? Hmm. Like when you were dating a girl. And what, was, what are some things that they would do that were just like, oh, sh- yeah, no.
3: I think you can kind of tell like natural like insecurity is normal but when it's just over the top and they're compensating for it with like stories about other relationships they've been in like right off the bat like and they're they're using examples from their past and some things aren't adding up you can usually kind of tell kind of if they're saying like i a lot like me 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 this happened once i feel like that's kind of a red flag where you're like this probably won't be very fun
0: Yeah, and it usually is because they're insecure.
3: Trying to compensate a little bit.
2: I just heard a podcast where they were saying that's like one of the number one pieces of dating advice they would give is don't bring up another relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Just especially when you (coughs) – Oh, my goodness. are you okay? I literally just got – wow, something just got my throat. Can you stop coughing? Oh, my gosh. Nick is so concerned about me. I completely lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, they were saying that's the number one piece of advice is just don't talk about other relationships of especially or your past relationships, especially when you first start dating someone just cuz it's not needed. Maybe yeah. once you get into get more serious and you're kind of opening up about your past or something that's normal, but to be like, "Well, my other boyfriend did this." It's like, "Why are we talking about that?" Yeah.
3: Yeah, that would be that would be hard.
2: So,
1: it's like on the bachelorette, if you bring up the other guys, yeah, you're getting sent home. It's
2: true. Exactly. Is <gasps> The
0: Bachelorette on tonight? Oh, no, it's Saturday. Saturday. A panic attack. Oh wait, Dang it's it.
1: Tuesday, right? What? It's Tuesday.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Tuesday. I'm like, oh my god. Never mind. This is gonna <laughs> fly.
2: Uh, I think that's a good piece of advice, though, for yeah. anyone who's trying
0: to date is kind of keep
2: that Don't under wraps for a
3: second.
0: It. I was. I will admit, I was bad at that when I first started dating Nick. I like would talk about. Which I don't know why you said that was your red flag because you married no, me. So. but
3: but there were so many other factors that were like involved that made me so attracted to you and love you so much that
0: <laughs> red flags went through because you're attracted to. My me. number one red flag <laughs> when was just dis- <laughs> dis- I just
3: dis- discarded it because uh, wow, how many times does it take me to say discard?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's I okay. threw it away
3: because you were worth it.
0: Okay, so I guess
3: if you see other potential things. But you weren't you weren't that bad, babe. At okay, all. good. You really didn't talk about it that much. Oh, okay, cool.
2: I know I, I was gonna say I think I've talked about stuff like that.
3: Yeah. It's too, sometimes
0: but. like I remember doing it and being like, why am I talking about this? Like it kinda just like would come up and then you're like Yeah, eh. you would self correct But I also it. was very insecure at that time. So it's like I feel like maybe I was saying that like, oh, I just didn't know what else to talk about. It was just like, oh uh, yeah, overcompensating but, a little bit. But you
3: were living in that moment, like you would address the fact that maybe you were lacking confidence. Yeah. Where other people, I'm more referring to the fact where like they will hide it beyond all measures and like just be me monsters and say like, I I yeah. I, I and never deny it, you know?
2: And don't you think another good thing, good dating uh, piece of advice is to ask them about themselves? Mm-hmm. I think that's such an
0: important one is to- I've said this on uh, the podcast before, but the more interesting you make someone else feel, the more interesting they feel like you are. I don't like, remember you ever saying that because that's really, oh, that's a good quote. Well, I read it in a book and they were saying if you make someone feel like they're very interesting, they'll want to be around you. They like, they'll find you interesting. So,
3: yeah. It gauges like real interest too. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's asking you questions and they're like really deep questions, then they care.
2: It's true. I like it. Okay, well, I think there was a question. I didn't write it down. Wait, but did
0: Leif even say what his red flags were? Oh, what did are your red we, flags? We
1: all didn't say one, did we?
0: No. Oh. Do you have any um, red flags? I mean, you guys are getting
1: well, interviewed. Well, kind of like going off of that, if, I mean, I've never experienced this, but if you notice someone doing anything selfishly, like someone that you're dating, like that's just a huge red flag for me because if someone's selfish, like
3: it's hard that's to be in a not going to work
1: in A marriage or a relationship. Yeah. It's the most unselfish thing you could go through.
3: Like what's an example?
1: I don't even know.
3: Like little things. Yeah, Yeah. even
1: even little things.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Where they just
2: put themselves before other people or before you?
3: Yeah. I could see that.
2: Yeah. Greed. Okay, JC. I'm forgetting what it was. It was something like how do you stay remain true to yourself? oh, shoot, I can't remember, but also impress them or something. Like when you first start dating, because it's like, let's be real. When you first start dating someone, you are kind of playing a little bit of a game no matter Mm -hmm. what. Even if you're being true to yourself, it's like no one just lets their guard down immediately. And that's kind of actually unattractive. So you're kind of have a little bit of a guard up and you are trying to impress someone when you first start dating. But how do you stay
0: authentic through that? Hmm. I don't know.
3: I probably was way too much like trying to put on my best self for Chelsea.
0: No, 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 no. You weren't. I think it's… I think that you can, like, see so clearly what real confidence is and you can tell when someone has, like, fake confidence. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, when if they're putting so on if a if show. So if you're just, like, genuinely confident, I feel like you can easily impress them because you're, like… I mean, you're being kind or you're asking them about stuff like that, I feel like, is impressive to people. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, if oh, you're talking to someone and they're listening, they're engaged… And their confidence, like, they don't have to talk about everything they've done in their life. They let kind of like their actions show that, I guess. Yeah,
3: that, that makes, makes sense.
0: sense. For sure. Okay, this is—someone this, wrote this in as a message, so it's long. So listen up, kids. So my boyfriend of four months and I are both really strong-willed and stubborn and have a hard time backing down in arguments. We get into little issues almost daily, but we work through them really quickly. But as soon as we do, it's like the next there's something new. He's my best friend. I love him. But is it normal to have so many disagreements about such seemingly small issues? What are your thoughts on How that? How
3: long have they been dating?
0: Four months, right? Four months.
3: Mm, that that seems like… It's kind of quick. That's a little, little fast.
0: But it is hard because different personalities… Like, every relationship is so different. Like, different personalities. It's like you'll… How do you find that perfect combination of, like, your personality with someone else's where it's, like, there's never any arguments? Well, that's… But it's, like, when there are two strong-willed like that, it's, like, maybe you can't be with another strong-willed person. But then it's, like, but then are you just bulldozing the other person your entire relationship? It's hard when all you know is what
2: you, you know. Yeah. All I know is the relationships I've been in and my marriage with Leif, and it's hard because… I mean, I'd say I'm maybe more strong-willed out of the two of us, but we are both pretty easygoing. So yeah. I, I have a hard time relating to people who are like, we just fight constantly because I'm just like, that's just not, I mean, we have our own issues, but that's not yeah. really one of them. Like being afraid to back down yeah, and being wrong. Because I think that is a little bit selfish to not be okay with yeah. backing down. It's like we were talking about in a marriage, you have to be okay with being wrong sometimes or mm-hmm. talking through things and not being I don't know because I think it's an issue when people are like I'm so strong-willed and this is what it is it's like well in your relationship that's not a good thing so yeah it's like not my way or the highway yeah like I've heard people literally say that like well it's my way or the highway and I'm like well in a relationship that's just not gonna work yeah so you have to kind of let go of that mindset or else you will be bulldozing that person
0: forever and that's not cool and if the other person's like that as well yeah and I, where it's like, there's one thing where it's like, in, in this situation, if they've been dating for four months, it's like, it's hard to not confuse that with like passion. Where it's like there are there's so much passion in like certain relationships, and so everything's either like super bad or super good, mm-hmm. and so you don't really like want that much of like a roller coaster, but at the same time, you don't want just like an even so boring, yeah. So it's like, well, and that's what I
2: think we actually talked to Chrissy Powers about this, yeah. a long time ago, time ago when we had her on the podcast because we were saying how easy should a relationship be? Because it's almost not good if you never, ever disagree on anything and everything's, you know, quote unquote perfect. But at the same time, when I've had friends who are like, oh, this is how my relationship is and it's just super crazy and up and down and just, I'm like, I don't think relationships are supposed to be that hard though. Yeah. Like that hard where you're just
0: always
2: up and down, up and down. But maybe I'm just, I don't know. What do you think?
0: I don't know. I was thinking, um, one of my friends was telling me, she was taking a psychology class and she was saying, it might not even be your personalities. It might be like, there's something deeper within the arguments where it's like, you might be like fighting over something little like dishes or something like that. But there's like always an underlying argument. And if you don't address that and get rid of it, it's just going to keep building and building and building. And then eventually like, you're going to reach that top line where it's like you break up or like, it's just like an explosion. But if you get rid of that bottom one, then you, like, rebuild over again. But you sense. can't just let it, like, keep, t- like, going up and up and up and up. You got to, like, work through
3: like it. Like a firm foundation. Yeah. Because I, th- I feel like if they truly care, because it's okay to have different opinions, but if they're not willing to look at different perspectives of yeah. why their partner is saying this, they're obviously expressing it for a reason. Yeah. And, like, if you're not willing to take a second and think, like, I'm guilty of that. Like, there's sometimes where Chelsea will say something. Especially in our car, she'll <laughs> say something, and I'm Cars, always in the war car. zone. Oh, it's just we <laughs> it's just like a war car? zone in the soon car. As, <laughs> soon as soon as we uh, need a Volvo, <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we, we get we we a, get a Volvo,
0: we never fight again. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's that should be uh, Volvo's tagline. Do you guys fight? <laughs> you guys fighting? fighting?
0: <laughs> but <laughs>
3: no, as soon as yeah, I feel like if you can see each other's perspectives and like value them and value each other because that's i think that's like showing true love if you can like look at it from even if it's yeah. like crazy. Sometimes Chelsea says stuff and I'm like that does not <laughs> make sense. But then
0: I, I never do that.
3: But then I like step back a little bit and I realize like okay, I think completely different. Very erratically and Chelsea's pretty sound. So I should just give her a shot. <laughs> I
0: should just obey her at all costs. Yeah, pretty much. No. And I, I think um. Well, I was going to say, like, we'll have days where I'm like, we're fighting about everything today. Like, why is everything such a struggle? And it's usually because of something Deeper. that, like, happened last night that we haven't, like, completely figured out yet. So then once we figure it out, then it's like, oh, okay, we're fine. But it's like you're already annoyed at them. So maybe you're just like, everything is just… Or even if you have something, not against them, but kind yeah, of like weighing on you, almost. resentment in any way
2: where you're like, this about them, I don't like. And then you do get in little arguments like, well, why aren't you doing the dishes? Because you already resent them for something else. And you're like, well, that just adds yeah. to it. So I think,
3: exactly. yeah,
0: kind of taking care of those deeper things first. Which so, is hard to do. for you, lady who ans- who asked a question, hope that answered it for you. <laughs> She's like, awesome. She's like, I see no resolution. <laughs> okay, where is the best place to
2: go on a first date? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good question. Where did you, what was your first date? I was going to say, what was your guys' first date? Our first, our first date was, uh, we went to a comedy, like an improv comedy thing. That's a good first date. That and then really we went and got food and went back to his house, which I thought was a really good first date. Yeah, that is good. I love improv did comedy you
3: life or Did you plan it, Leif? Or was it like a collaborative? It was a It was there a was double date. I forgot nice. who
1: planned like the whole thing. I think we all had a part in it. But That's pretty cool. Except for JC.
0: You know what yeah. I heard about laughing? Like if you're in a bad mood and you even fake laughing, your brain doesn't know if you're faking it or really laughing and it will like make you happy. I just made Leif uh,
2: force himself to smile and laugh the other day when he was mad.
1: That's right. Did, Did it, it work? Help? Yeah, it helped a little bit. It, <laughs> it does so help. Do it's right
2: weird. Now. Like you're so stubborn. You don't want to <laughs> yeah. do it. Though. Yeah. He was like this. <laughs> and, then he, and then he actually like kind of started laughing.
0: Oh, aw, aw, <laughs> aw, I make you better in every way. It's Uh, true because I feel like that's such a – you need like – com is it comedic or comic relief? Comedic. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's
3: super important. Like even just in sales, if anything in life, if you're like smiling, if you're happy, it'll like trick your brain to like reflect that and your positive self-talk starts to kick in. But if I'm not smiling or not happy, like I don't do well in work.
0: Yeah. So So a good first date would be somewhere where you like have to laugh or like you're in a good mood no matter what because or things with adrenaline. Actually, that might be like manipulative because it like, when you're like, <laughs> you, yeah, it like tricks you into thinking think you like, like that love. person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or like, like spiritual Skyrim things, anything. spiritual things, you like confuse, like, wait, that's a bad, that's a no no. That spiritual that feeling with like, oh, I'm in love with them because you experience something spiritual with them and you're like, oh, yeah. You don't want to get love. too many
3: crazy. I've heard that going. you
0: should like kind of separate that, uh, For
2: a especially while. at the beginning of your relationship. Like, you don't. Do spiritual stuff together because pe- a lot of people do confuse that as yeah. feelings for them when it's really just like they're feeling spirit, like they're feeling good things, right? Yeah. yeah. So, that's something. But I get
1: what you're saying about adrenaline, though. Like yeah. something that kind of like gets you moving and
2: yeah, or out of your comfort zone. Yeah, a little out bit. of your comfort zone. So then you're zone. like, like Not going just- like four wheeling or something.
1: I'm like just always like fun. more myself if I'm like playing a sport or like a, an escape room. Or-
3: Escape room. Escape
0: yeah. room would be an amazing first date. That would, that would yeah. be a really fun first date. Yeah,
3: you would get to know someone's true colors. I, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. See them under pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, and food is always a good option. Not always. just dinner, though. I think it'd be it's
0: good to have like an activity of some sort to like well, get to know each other. And we've said this before. You don't want your first date to be too long, especially yeah. if you don't yeah. really know them. If you know them and you're good friends, it's like, and they're down. But if you're just like trying to get to know them, keep it like brief. I want to say like an hour, maybe two. I think longer go than an get hour. Food. I think we could do like three hours. You can't yeah. do
3: much in just an hour though. Well, you we
0: can get food. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like two, If you do like hours. an escape room for an well, hour and you then you go get food. if you break out of the
1: escape room in like 20 minutes, which <laughs> I could definitely do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then, yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess like two hours. I just mean like don't plan a whole day with them where you're no. just like stuck. And it's like if you're not jiving, you can pretty much tell – very fast. Yeah. You don't want to be like, oh, okay, now we have to go do this and then this. And we've had girls write in and
2: say like, for their first date, the guy took them on a road trip. And I'm like, Ooh, Whoa. absolutely. Whoa. Isn't
3: that called kidnapping?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely not.
0: That's going to be a no for me. He took me in. I've never seen she, my family since.
3: We went across the Mexico border. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful here, but I miss my family.
2: The hey, person. do you think
3: we can maybe come back? Do you think this... When do you think this date will be over? Never. (laughs) You're here forever.
0: (laughs) That's so sad. I'm dead. This episode is brought to you by Cured Nutrition, a holistic supplement company based in Boulder, Colorado. If you're in tune with the wellness industry, I am sure you've noticed how selecting the right CBD products can get very confusing. Well, Cured Nutrition has made it easy. In addition to their 100% locally sourced Colorado hemp extracts, Cured also guarantees a rigorous quality control system. Fully aligned with complete transparency, they've even published the details directly onto their website, www.curednutrition.com. They have made it possible to harness the true potential of the hemp plant, with the comfort of knowing you're using the highest quality products. CBD is most commonly used for its calming, stress-relieving, and amazing anti-inflammatory properties. But Cure didn't stop at CBD alone. They have created products for all aspects of a solid and integrated wellness routine. Whether you're looking for the trademark maximum strength, full-spectrum, or TH-free oils and gel caps or the CBD-infused cookie dough for on-the-go, which is, you guys, so good. Put it in the fridge for a minute so it's cold. Amazing. Medicinal mushrooms, adaptogenic and cannabinoid blends for focus or sleep with rise and zen and spot Trading salve cured nutrition has literally all of your bases covered so i love 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 their zen nighttime supplement and so does my husband he has a much harder time falling asleep than me i literally i fall asleep usually when my head hits the pillow but he swears by these he loves them because they don't make him groggy they just kind of relax him and he falls fast asleep. I also love their spices. I'll put their smoky barbecue spice on some of my vegetables when I'm cooking or sometimes my avocado toast when I'm feeling really crazy. If you're worried about jumping through hoops to get your hands on your own cured nutrition products, don't be. The company ships their products to all 50 states. You can find my favorite products, the Zen Calming Supplement, and the smoky barbecue and other spices, their cinnamon and honey one is amazing as well. At curednutrition.com, where all what we said listeners can use the code what we said at checkout to save 15%. That's curednutrition.com, code what we said. As always, I'll include a link to their site in the show notes. And hey, if you try them, you guys, let us know what you think. How to forgive someone you love. I guess that's not really dating like, first dates, but when you're in a relationship with someone and you love them, how do you forgive them?
3: Depends on what they did. I'm just joking. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's
0: kind of true, yeah.
3: It's probably going to take different remedies for different you well, know, things. Well,
0: I think you should always try and forgive them no matter what they do, but that, I think people confuse forgiveness with, like, staying with them. Like, if someone hurts you, it's, like, healthier for you to try and forgive them and, like, let go. But that doesn't mean you're like, I forgive you. We're good. We're back together. Well, again, yeah, it depends what it is. It's like, are we forgiving someone for, like, hurting our
2: feelings by accident or forgiving someone for, like, emotionally abusing us? Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. It's like, it depends. But I'm thinking about when Nick doesn't do the dishes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think trying to see anything from someone else's perspective is really important. Even, like, simple— yeah. It sounds dumb, but even simple things like that where, like, oh, Nick didn't do the dishes, but you kind of try and get into his mind and be like, he's really— Like he was really busy that day with work and this was weighing on him and kind of try and sympathize. And I think it's easier to forgive people if you can kind
0: of step into their shoes a little bit. That's good. Definitely. Like acceptance too. I love, I think I've said this a million times, but acceptance, my favorite definition is letting go of your side of the story. So if you just like let go of what you think is the reality, which it's usually not, like there's usually some kind of, twist that you've put on it mm-hmm. and just accept it as it is it's a lot easier to forgive them because you're not like well they did this because like nick didn't do the dishes because he secretly hates me or something like that it's a lot easier to just be like, okay like it's fine yeah and I then it, it, it opens it room for like open communication and not like coming to it with why didn't you do the dishes is it because this and this and this it's like hey you didn't get a chance to do dishes today any reason <laughs> 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 any reason you're just lazy awesome. <laughs> For once in your life.
2: Okay, do you believe that you have to be obsessed with someone to be together? I think yes, TBH. I'm going to be honest. I agree.
1: Well, definitely you need to be obsessive.
2: <laughs> the worst <over> quality. <laughs> Just so… <laughs> obsessive over their actions. No, I think… I remember listening to a podcast, actually. We we talked about it where he was saying… They were like, what's your number one piece of advice for… Or, something about what's the most important thing in a marriage. Do you remember that, Chelsea? And he was like, to be yeah. attracted to each other. Yeah. And everyone was kind of like, excuse me, because it's normally people are like, so shallow. yeah, to find your best friend. And he was like, "You yeah, have like to be attracted to each other is one of the most important things. And people were kind of like, excuse me, but it's, it's kind of, I mean, not, that's definitely not, not everything. And that should not be the basis of a relationship. But when someone asks, should you be obsessed with each other? I'm like, Kind of though. Like especially when you're dating. Don't you think that like you should be so into each other? In all ways. Not, I'm not just saying physically. But like I
0: feel like you should be pretty… I yeah. think you're right, on, Yeah. yeah. Because me and Nick were in a relationship when… No offense. I was like not that obsessed with you
3: at yeah. first. Well, like you I were was. but you just weren't You weren't letting yourself. Maybe. <laughs> sure. Come Come on. Like, he's
0: like, that was it. me. Yeah. Well, I… <laughs> what? <laughs> well, then I, I wouldn't be able to be obsessed with you. Because I was just like not even letting myself get to that point. Where I was like… But I'm saying like I couldn't be in a good, like a good committed relationship with you until I was, you know? Yeah. Because at first it just wasn't working because I I don't think I was obsessed with you.
3: But I was obsessed with you.
0: Yeah. Are you still? Yeah. He's like, eh, not after this morning.
3: (laughs) Outside of trips in the car. Pretty obsessed. Literally,
0: we step out of the car and it's like we're a different couple. And then we get into the car and it's like. It's a war. Did you guys get
2: in a fight on the way here in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Did we?
3: It wasn't as bad, but are either of you claustrophobic? Maybe that's it is actually claustrophobic. There's no way
1: out. You're stuck in there.
3: Oh yeah, I'm getting a little anxious just thinking (laughs) about that. (laughs) (laughs) You just solved our problem, Lake. We need to get a bigger car. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you know what? It's
0: usually when well, me and JC have actually talked about this because we're usually on like map control, like navigation. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That's our job. We usually end up, like, getting on our phone, like, looking at Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. And then Nick will be like, I'll be like, you missed the turn. And he's like, well, you didn't tell me. How was I supposed to know? And I was like, well, I told you, like, at the beginning that you're going to be getting off Five in a couple miles. Five miles ago. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> you
0: exactly. You can't remember
3: everything. Uh, especially me. I'm like, I need, like, a half a mile yeah. warning before.
0: So that's usually when it starts. <laughs> I'm dead. That's just, goes that just a common theme on our
2: podcast. Well, Leif, what do you think about the being obsessed with each other? First of all, I, I need to—I'm not retracting my statement, but I'm just trying to say that— I'm not saying base your relationship off of physical attraction because that's actually the worst thing. But yeah. I'm saying you have to
0: be obsessed with each other in all—in most facets, in most areas. Okay, okay and, like, and I think people can confuse that, like I was just saying, with, like, you can over time— become more obsessed with someone like it doesn't mean like oh well, I, like immediately i was like oh my gosh i'm obsessed with you where it's oh, like oh yeah eh, that no, can like, happen it over can, time yeah it sure. can definitely happen over time where you become yeah obsessed is like a weird word no to say. yeah like, I, wasn't, I wasn't i wasn't with, <laughs> yeah. i wasn't
2: obsessed with life from the first date yeah but i became more obsessed as we Which started
3: i think sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but like i think that's almost healthier because usually when people are like so obsessed they're like, blind head over heels at the first date you kind of worried. It's you're true. Like, okay, this is happening way too fast, way too mm-hmm. quick. But if it's like gradual, that means like the more that you uncover from each other and mm-hmm. you're obsessed, then it's it sounds healthier. Yeah, I don't know. agreed. Well,
1: this is what I was gonna say, and I looked up the definition of obsessed, and it's to preoccupy or fill the mind of someone continually, intrusively. Oh no! And to a troubling extent. Oh no! I, mean, I was okay. just looking. I was just looking at the first part, like to fill someone's mind continually. And I think you definitely do have to like, like you always want to think about that person. Yeah, yeah. Like you couldn't always be married your mind to the girl and, you
0: let, ghosted in Hawaii Because you right. literally forgot about
1: her. I just forgot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no obsession you know? there.
1: Like when we first started dating, like you're all I thought about.
2: Yeah.
0: You know so what sweet. I'm saying? Until yeah. he broke your heart.
1: <laughs> Even though I didn't text you back sometimes.
0: I think mm-hmm. guys are just really bad at texting. So I think we should give like, people really a little bad. bit of a break. Okay,
2: but then some girl out there that's listening right now is like, that's why he hasn't replied oh, okay, in true. two weeks. And
0: it's like, true, very true. Yeah,
2: well, yeah there's a line. Yeah, I, I think I, you have to be aware because it's like, I didn't, it's... I don't know. I think I realized that about Leif early on. was like, oh, I think he just isn't a texter. And I even maybe even asked you that. Like, oh, you didn't reply to me. And you're like, oh, I just honestly hate texting.
1: Yeah.
2: and Because you would call me every day after work.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And like, not that I was expecting you to like text all day, but I would like text you something and not get a reply. But then you would call me after work and be like, let's hang out. Let's whatever. And I'm like, I, I kind of over time started realizing I don't think he's a texter, a texting person. Some it's people aren't. so
1: much easier back in the day without texting seriously because you always just expect like in an uh okay i can't talk <laughs> an immediate response mm-hmm. and if you don't get it then your mind starts going through all these scenarios of thinking why. like oh they don't like me or why are they mad at me when there's really, nothing they even... just don't have time
3: to text you at that moment yeah that work especially like you can't read tone very well through text yeah seriously that's why mm-hmm. I, like when voxer came out i thought that was the coolest thing in the world but just the voice message yeah the oldest app in the world, but <laughs> Boxer. Yeah, even know If you're, if you're that out is. there, I still, I still, I still yeah, you use you. Yeah, can't say and their I name. Like they you.
0: didn't pay for that ad spot right there.
3: <laughs> boxer, we want you to sponsor this. Just bleep those out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just says a million times. Just <laughs> boxer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I well, never we got
1: emojis that. now.
0: Yeah, True. it does help a that lot. It does that, help with tone.
3: Yeah, I guess uh, not an emoji, emoji guy, though. You
0: never use emojis. Because if you're just like,
2: okay, then they'd be like, ooh, she's mad. But if you're like, okay, with like a kissy face, and it's like, yeah. oh. Yeah, There's if someone difference. says, okay, period,
0: you're like, what did I do to you? Chelsea. That's like how my
1: mom, that's how everyone's mom texts. You yeah. know? I always think my mom is mad at me. <laughs> Same. When she's texting me.
0: I always call her. I'm like, are you yeah. like, what? What's
2: up? Those so are like, K. And you're yeah. like, crap. Did I do something? <laughs> no, Chelsea, you need a lesson of not texting me. She goes, are you alone? Dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, what? I, I, every time, <laughs> Nick. I
3: know just, exactly. <laughs> Nick just. She loves the dot, dot, dot. No, yeah, is stuff that like it? that. The She'll be master like, of suspense. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. She'll be like, oh my gosh. She'll like, we need to talk. And I'm like, I, I always think she's pregnant. First, my first instinct is like, she's going to tell me she's pregnant. And then I call her and she's like, did you see the new update on whatever? I'm like, <laughs> why? Did you do dot, dot, dot? I'm sorry. And I hate when people do that to me. It gives me so much anxiety. Like, like, are you, you alone? I really need to call you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like trying to like, get, I'm like, sorry, I gotta go. Like you're trying like to get off
3: the mount. PC You're on yeah. the freeway. And like, <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I call her and it's like,
3: did you see the episode?
2: Yeah. Did you see the latest episode of Bachelorette?
0: Right? I can't, whatever. I'm like, wowza. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're taking a quick break to talk about one of my favorite sponsors of the show, Audible. So if you haven't already, we had a podcast episode a while back about productivity, and we talked about The Productivity Project by Chris Bailey. And I read that book by listening to it on Audible, okay? So I use this all the time. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and new ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month. You get one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. That's amazing, you guys. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs and more all professionally narrated by actors authors and motivational superstars like rachel hollis david goggins and mel robbins audible members can also get free access to the new york times wall street journal and washington post delivered daily to the audible app with the convenient app you can access audible anytime at the gym while commuting on the go and on any device if you guys love podcasts i know you're gonna love audible it will always pick up right where you left off as well Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever, even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve your mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. I've been an Audible member for, I think, like three years, and I feel like I've learned so much when I'm on a drive or when I'm on a flight, it's seriously, I, I seriously swear it has improved my life tenfold. Start listening with a 30 day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash what we said or text what we said to 500 500. That is audible.com slash what we said or text what we said to 500 500 and start listening today. How to deal with having commitment issues? Hmm. I've never really had—I've com- never felt that way.
2: Have
1: you? Well, how so?
2: Because I think if you have commitment issues, I feel like you just don't like the person enough or something. Like, I feel like the only time yeah. that I could see myself having commitment issues, when I really look back, I'm like, oh, I just didn't really— I wasn't, like, obsessed with them. I think
0: the younger you are, it's easier to not have commitment issues sometimes.
2: Well, actually…
0: As no, you get older, back. maybe you… Sometimes you get too stuck in your ways where you, are like, don't want to commit to having someone else, like…
2: To worry about or something? Yeah. I don't
0: know how to deal with that. I've never I know. Commitment that. issues is, like, kind of a foreign thing. I don't know. Do, do you ever have commitment issues, Nick? Leif?
3: Yeah. But with I me? feel like… Amazing. <laughs> in, like, different senses of it. Like maybe it's, like, work. Maybe it's… I can't fully commit to something because I'm, like, worried that maybe it won't work out or I want to leave room for another project that I'm doing where I, I can't give it 100% because Ooh, part of good me point. wants to see if there's something else like that would make me happier in business or in, in Well, something. that's probably what it well, is for relationships. relationships another so, person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're probably like always on the lookout for something better. That like, is what like a big you said at first, afraid
1: of like failing in the relationship. Sure.
2: Ooh,
0: that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. So as far as
3: relationships, I've never felt that, but in work and stuff I have. So that's kind of my experience.
0: Yeah. Also, maybe you could be scared of commitment to be heartbroken. Like you're scared to be heartbroken. Maybe you've been heartbroken before. So you Mm -hmm. don't want to like let yourself fall for them and then they just shatter your heart.
3: Sure. I think it is probably an experience that they've lived through that's causing that in some form. Or they've witnessed it from like a parent or something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Their upbringing. That's well, we either. did not How help did them. Yeah. It.
2: We did not help anyone we're out there diagnosed. struggling with commitment
0: issues. Yeah. We're like, you just have issues. That's why.
3: <laughs> we all have them, though. Yeah. In some, in some form.
0: I mean, that's not really something you can cure. I think you just have to figure out maybe why. I think that's the best. Mm-hmm. Direction to go is try and figure out why you are having troubles committing. And then have open
2: communication about that with whoever you're trying Mm -hmm. to commit to maybe or something. Yeah. If it's
0: someone you really care about, you're like, I just don't know why I can't commit. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. dig a little deeper. True that. How do you still
2: practice self-love while dating? I think that might be more for women. Yeah. At least when I think about it. Because sometimes it's easy to... Get lost or become a little too dependent. Mm -hmm. And I think that I've struggled with that a little bit, even just in getting married, because I have always been pretty independent. But when I got married and then I always had Leif, and like, especially because we work together, I can always rely on him. And I think I kind of started to become a little bit more dependent. And I mean, I know it's a different thing, but. I think it's really important to still keep your own stuff going yeah. while you're dating someone and never just, like—I know people who—I've had friends who they start dating someone and that just becomes their whole world. Yeah. And they kind of forget even who the they stuff— are. Yeah, who they are and, like, what they love. It's like they no longer even, you know, exercise or do the things they love because they're so— consumed by they're just with that person 24 7 and I think it's important to no matter what even if it's a really serious relationship and you're getting married or if you are married keeping your own thing you can't let yourself become I don't know like totally engulfed totally engulfed and totally dependent to where you don't even have your own stuff
0: anymore because you just you are basically that person as well do you know what I mean yeah no I was listening to a podcast they were talking I can't remember which one otherwise I would say but they were saying sometimes people get married and they just kind of go along with the flow of like, you know, who they married and they're doing things they don't love at all. Like they're just kind of there. And they wake up 10 years later and realize I'm not surrounded by anybody that makes me feel good. I'm not doing anything that I love. Like I've completely lost myself. And then you have to kind of try and like find yourself all over again.
2: Yeah. And I think to avoid that, maybe
0: just again, we're make, not helping them at all. You know, tell yeah. them what it is. Yeah.
2: No, I think to avoid that, just keeping that in mind and working extra hard to make sure that you don't lose yourself, to mm-hmm. make sure that you're still taking time for yourself every day, doing the things that you love, having your own things. Mm-hmm. Because then, honestly, then you can be a better version of yourself
0: to give to that person. Yeah. And Yeah relationships are only like a certain part of your life. It shouldn't be your entire life. Like I even think about the primary food circle that I've talked about where it's like your life is full of different areas. And if they're all in balance, then you're feeling healthy and happy. But if they're out of balance, then you're feeling sad. You're losing yourself. Like you kind of start to feel depressed and all that stuff. And relationship is literally, it's not a bigger piece of the pie than any other piece it's like relationship you have your finances you have your education you have your career creativity like spirituality there's so many other components to life that you have to worry about like relationship should not be the, the only entire thing, thing. agreed what do you boys think
2: <laughs> asleep you think, you think yeah they're asleep so <laughs> I,
1: I lost my train of thought i had something to say oh shoot
3: i think that that's like Important if you don't have your own thing, if you don't have your own hobbies, your own passions, your own things that you're doing, and you're just a mirror image or like a mi- mirroring your partner, then if they're sad, you're going to be sad. And like I know that's a, a real thing that even yeah. Chelsea and I like. If you're sad, I sometimes I'm sad too. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you have to help you. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> you have to help each other. Yeah. You know, like out of those those times, and if you have your own thing, if you're confident in yourself yeah you're able to be the
0: person they rely on exactly yeah but i think on the opposite spectrum if you don't have anything together then you start to drift apart so you have to find like a balance of do your own thing i've heard like you each have your own thing and then you have your thing you do together
3: Mm -hmm.
0: so what is your thing you do together drive in the car and fight (laughs) just kidding (laughs) your only hobby we have a couple. Like, it kind of changes. We move so much, I feel like it changes every time we move.
3: Moving is our hobby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Moving <laughs> is our thing that we have together. Like, watching certain shows that we have, like, at night. Because Nick works super late, so when he gets home, we're, we kind of just want to chill.
3: Not, like, super late, but, like...
0: I'm like, that's, midnight That's or
2: really um, actually something that... That's something I talked about on my latest podcast, thing is i was like that's kind of something that we do too is we yeah. have our shows that we get invested in together and even though that's not maybe the most productive thing it's like a fun thing that we do together yeah. every night we watch an episode and then go to bed i'm like that's like a
0: fun little yeah thing. it's fun we get like treats we have our certain treats that we get and we like just cuddle and watch shows that we love or movies yeah nine out of ten they're movies you choose but <laughs> it's been a while so it's a new fight. <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> I, you want to go for a drive? <laughs> <laughs> I think that that kind of
2: segues into my next question that I had, which was someone asked, how do you keep the spark alive after many years of dating? Or I guess it could be marriage too. And my answer for that was kind of doing things out of the norm because it's really easy to get stuck in a routine where you go to the same places to eat every single mm-hmm. you know, day or night or every time you have a date night, you kind of do the same thing. But I think experiencing something new together really is bonding, and it's exciting, and it's fun, and it kind of, you know, gets you out of your comfort zone a little. And I think everyone that's been married for, I mean, we've both been married for three and a half years. I think we've definitely gotten stuck in routine, certain routines yeah. where we have like our three spots that we love to eat, and we'd go there every single night. And it's like, but sometimes we'll go to a a new spot and it's kind of like a fun little experience. Cause yeah. like, oh, we're trying out this new restaurant and then we're gonna go, you know, do this thing that we've never done. And that's way more exciting than
0: Yeah. I think that's a way to kind of spice things up. It's just Yeah. Experiencing I agree. new things. And to be like have that quality alone time. Cause even I think about like some of the times when our relationship was strength strengthened after we've been like stuck in a routine where it's like, oh, we go to work, we see each other at the same times it's like We'll go on, like, a day trip to, like, a hotel or, like, you know, drive a couple hours. We went to, like, Sedona or we'll go up to, like, a cabin. Like, you don't have to go, like, travel, you know, across the country necessarily. But just, like, doing something where it's just you two and you kind of can get away from everything. Whether that is, like, a new restaurant or something and just, like, spending that quality time together where you guys can kind of, like, I don't know.
3: Change your environment a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the thing is
2: for that, though, is that you have to intentionally set that time aside or else I don't think it'll happen. No. Because everyone's busy. So if you never plan for that, then it's not going to happen. What do you think, Lafers?
1: Well, let's think about an actual spark.
2: (laughs) What do you mean? How does it begin?
1: In a fire, Mm -hmm. a little ember.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: If you're doing the same exact thing and it's not doing anything, it's just going to stay there. You wow. Gotta switch it up. You gotta add some Tinder to it. Yeah. Tinder, you Tinder. gotta get on Tinder. You have, you have to get on Tinder, <laughs> swipe right on every single person and go so on a date with all with. of them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well it's it's exactly what you guys are saying. But yeah, you gotta switch it up, do different things. Mm-hmm. Keep it alive. Also, it's continual work. If you were to just stop blowing on that little ember, it would die. Mm-hmm. So it's continual work. You always have to keep that going. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm nice. impressed. Life
2: is, you know, he's very philosophical. Nice. No, I'm
1: just visual.
2: Yeah.
0: Me, I'm like… You're <laughs> <We're laughs> all blown away right Chelsea's now. Chelsea's just looking at life. She's like… The <laughs> <laughs> okay. spark is there.
3: The spark's on, yeah.
0: I'm like, how can we ignite this? <laughs>
2: Time to talk about a very special sponsor for today's show, and that is Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks, okay? This is really nifty. They believe in the magic of functional mushrooms to enhance your well-being. And I feel the need to say it's very important that you know that the drinks do not taste like mushrooms. This is an important detail for people like me who actually don't love the taste of mushrooms, but you can still get them into your diet. So I feel like I was hearing about Four Sigmatic Everywhere, and then my friend Chase, um, his podcast is Ever Forward Radio, and I've actually been a guest on his podcast before, He gave me some of their golden latte mushroom packets and I made one. It is a shiitake and turmeric latte and I fell in love with it. It's so good. I mix it with oat milk just because it makes it really creamy and it is genuinely just so delicious. I get turmeric lattes literally everywhere I go just because they're so good for you. They're filled with antioxidants, great for your skin. It really promotes like beauty from within. So I also love the taste of turmeric. You can do it iced for summer. You can do it hot for fall or winter, or if you just want like a cozy warm drink. And it's also caffeine free, so you can have it whenever. They have a bunch of other different drink mixes as well, including a chai one that I really need to try immediately. And also a hot cacao that Chelsea has raved about. So I'm also wanting to try that. And they also have different coffees and elixirs. So many cool products. So you guys definitely need to check them out. So as always, we have a special offer for our What We Said audience. You guys can receive 15% off your Four Sigmatic purchase. Just go to Forsigmatic.com slash said or use discount code Said at checkout. Again, that is foursigmatic.com slash said, And of course, this will be linked in
0: the show notes. Please try it out and let us know what you guys think. How to know if you are just plain tired of your significant other or you just need a little break from them and things will work out.
1: Mm. Take a break. Take the break.
0: Yeah. 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 I think sometimes you do need time apart.
2: You know? Yeah. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. It does. And if it doesn't, then bye.
0: Yeah.
3: Every time Chelsea leaves for like more than four days or even like two days, she loves me way more. I feel like. (laughs)
2: When she comes
0: back. When she
3: comes back, she's, like, way more into me. And I'm, like, cool.
0: Way yeah. <laughs> more into me. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Well, it's true. Like, distance does make the heart grow fonder because you do get in, like, a routine. Yeah. And it's, like, all of a sudden you're, like, out of it. And you're, like, oh. I miss them. Yeah. You don't know what you got till it's gone. No. Said the Eagles. I'm just kidding. I Who's think. Who th- sings that song? <laughs> I
2: don't know. I think that you, um <clears throat> how to know if you're just plain sick of your
0: significant other. That's yeah. How to know if you're just plain tired of your significant other. I mean, what does it mean to be plain tired of them? Like you're just so fed up. Like what are they doing? Yeah, they're like
3: that's a loaded question. Like yeah. is it just
2: boring? Is a relationship boring? Yeah, tired of them or like you're fighting and so passionate that you're like I'm sick of this. You
0: yeah. Or I mean? did they do something and you're just tired of their behavior? Right. So you're like yeah, I we need more details. We yeah, I need, I more would, deets. need more details.
3: Maybe she's me. just like totally like uh, apathetic, kind of just like uh, going through the motions. And, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, I don't know.
2: Well, what do you, going off of that, what do you think you can do to get out of that vibe? Because I think that's vibe. something that a lot of people struggle with, where it's mm-hmm. like they've been dating for a long time and it's kind of like, eh, yeah, it's fine. Well, it's, it's not what great. we were
1: just talking about. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay, on, keeping
2: maybe. the spark alive. Yeah, true. And then yeah, like having a, a
3: goal too, I think. Yeah. Because if you don't have like anything that you're both working towards, then there's nothing measured. And I'm not a goal setter typically. Like, that's not my natural behavior, but I know the importance of like setting the goals. If you guys are both like, hey, like, if this works out, if we continue to like love seeing each other and that sparks there, what are we, where are we going to be in six months? Where are we going to be in a year? Is this working towards that? And I think having that clear like communication is important, like Jesse was saying earlier.
0: Maybe if you're just dating and you're like, we're not getting married anytime soon. I don't think we'll get married ever. Like, nothing's progressing. It's like, it might be time to cut, it, well, off. cut guys, it off and see.
1: Do you guys think that the goal of dating should always be marriage?
3: No.
0: I mean, you either get married or break up. Or, <laughs> or you die. Or you stay <laughs> together until you're dead. Yeah. I think the goal,
2: why are you guys laughing? What happened?
3: <laughs> I just looked at Leif and I was like, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what awesome.
3: He, he asked the question. He
2: said, should the goal of dating be marriage? And then oh. Nick said, no. <laughs> Makes a plan. I, <laughs> I
1: think when you're younger, it definitely shouldn't be. But because Once you're alerting, you get to that age, yeah. you should if you start dating someone, I think the goal should always be marriage. And if you're not progressing towards that, then something needs to change. In yeah. yeah relationship and it's, kind or, of,
2: it's kind of a waste of time. And honestly, the long I mean, if that is your it depends what your goal is in life, because some people don't care to get married or they don't, yeah. whatever. But yeah, that's true. But if you are looking for marriage I don't see the point of dating someone for a long time if you're not, like you said, you're not progressing towards that or you don't see that happening in the future. And honestly, the longer you drag something on, the harder it gets to break it, break it, off. it off. So it's like, if you date someone for three months and you're just like, I would never marry this person, but you're like, yeah, but it's fine, whatever. And you just keep going. Then you've been dating for two years and then you're like, great, I still, two years, yeah, yeah, I wasted two years. I still don't want to marry them. I don't know. Yeah, you just Unless the
3: expectation is like, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious right now, but I enjoy your companionship. Yeah. And we're just going to see how this goes. For me, Friends that wouldn't benefits? work. You know, I'm just saying, like, that's pro- that could be a scenario for some people. But as long as there's, like, that communication of, yeah. like, hey, that's, you know, I, I don't know. That could be hard, too.
2: And, yeah. Well, as long as you, like you said, you have that goal in mind where yeah. and you're clear about that, then I think that's kind of the way to
0: go. Okay, I have another, like, um, situational one. Okay. That's more about, like, the very beginning stages. I have the biggest crush on this guy at my work. We are always flirting and he always goes out of his way to come to talk to me and our combos can get pretty personal. Only thing is he has a girlfriend. Should I tell him how I feel? Don't want to risk our friendship getting awkward or should I just keep it to myself? I actually know
2: someone in this exact situation or knew someone in this exact situation. Who? (laughs) tell you later. That is actually such an annoying situation.
0: Yeah. For all parties. For
2: all parties. Like, but especially when you're the girl who, you know, he's flirting with you and you're kind of… I just don't… I don't like that because I feel like the guy… If he's… Unless, I guess, unless the girl is um, taking it the wrong way. If he's coming over and flirting with you and talking to you all the time and he has a girlfriend, he's not that awesome of a guy. So it's like keep it's that true. in mind because you don't want someone then you start dating him and he does that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not cool.
1: But in that scenario, you should definitely tell him how you feel. I yeah. Agree.
2: I would. Yeah. I I'm much I like to talk about things when I feel them. I can't I If know. I don't talk about it, I'm like going to blow up. So I would definitely be like, "I'm just confused because you know, you're acting yeah. this way. We have a girlfriend, like just want to chat
0: about it." Should we yeah.
3: should we do a role play for her? So she can, um, she can practice.
0: You want to tell her what to say?
3: I'll, I'll be um, the boy. Okay, I'll be, I'll be the girl. <laughs>
0: okay,
3: and hey, I'm the one dating the. So I'll no, girl? <laughs> I'll be no, I'll be yeah, I'll You're be the, the girl. girl this is you. what the girl should say if the okay. guy is like putting the moves on. You ready?
0: Hey babe, what's up? Hottie. Is that?
3: That's I don't not think what that's he real. Said. You, okay. Be more like, be like more.
0: Hey, so what'd you do this weekend?
3: Oh, just kind of hung out with my family. It was really fun.
0: How well do you think I'll fit in with your family?
3: <laughs> okay, look, look, man. Like look I don't know, pervert. I don't know how uh, close you are with your um, girlfriend, but I like you, and um, I don't want. It, I don't know. I, I want to know how close you are because I wouldn't want you. Oh, gosh, I'm really, really ruining it. You were going, going good. You were going good for a while. Should we try it again?
0: No, just start from the middle. Kay. Okay, I really I I like, I like you from when you're saying yeah I like yeah, you. Yeah, I like
3: you, but I'm I'm worried because I feel like you're you, flirting, you I feel like you're flirting with me.
0: I'll take care of you.
3: Okay, <laughs> that's great. But that's
0: what, what you about said. your like, what okay. about
3: your girlfriend?
0: You know, <laughs> I'll let her say
3: something. <laughs> i
0: what? I'll late as <laughs> the girlfriends. I said I'll let
3: her have word. Oh, you're the oh yeah. <laughs> You Know maybe we can do like a three way, we could do okay, like cool. a oh my gosh, sorry guys, <laughs> I'm really derailed this, but really, I think that this could be a oh good gosh. exercise.
2: Oh, well, I think I think let tell him, him how you feel, let him know, say that you don't think it's cool. Um, and then it depends on what his response is, but like I was saying, I don't think, do you guys think? Don't wouldn't we agree that if he has a girlfriend and he's openly
0: flirting with another girl it's just not cool? Like every yeah. day at work. Not cool. Unless she really is yeah. reading it wrong, but in that terms, it again, just speak to him and be like, "Hey, am I reading these signs wrong? Like, do you like me? I have feelings for you, but I know you have a girlfriend. So, if you're committed to your girlfriend, stop talking to me." But then she said she don't want to ruin a friendship. Well, the friendship's ruined because feelings have been brought into the equation. Yeah. Unless
3: this guy is just like dating this girl and maybe she's reading into that too much. Where he's like just seeing this girl. They're just like going casually yeah.
2: and he's just kinda like chilling, yeah. So But just again, openly being like, Hey, I'm getting these vibes from you, I'm getting these signs, am I like totally off or is that happening? I know you have a girlfriend, I just a little confused, would love to clear the air.
1: That's perfect. Yeah,
2: there we go. But it But is- if
1: the guy's paying you no know, attention. Do you go up to him out of nowhere and say, "I like you"? Break no. up with your girlfriend. Break I'm up bored. with
2: your girlfriend. I'm bored. No, because no, you wait until he flirts with you again. And well, then that's just
1: the other scenario. We brought this scenario up. That wasn't the question. Let's read the what? original.
0: Now I'm confused. Life, you can. He has a girlfriend. Me. Should I tell him how I feel? Don't want to risk our friendship, or should I just keep it to myself?
1: Yeah, we don't know if he's flirting with her or not.
0: Didn't I thought they said he she was flirting? We are always flirting, and he always goes uh, out of his way to come talk to me.
1: All right, there you go. Then,
2: so yeah, talk to him about it. Get back to us later, girl.
0: Uh, keep us yeah, updated. yeah, let us know. Do you ever feel like you settled for your partner? What to do about those feelings? They're not gonna answer that if they ever did. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they I tell guess us it's right like, now, <laughs> Nick's like, I really feel like I settled. <laughs> for like, you. yeah, I'm
3: so glad. This well, is brought okay, up right now,
0: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've been meaning to tell you this for a well, while. I saw this question and I was thinking, like, what does settled mean? Like, does settled mean, like, I you course. couldn't get any better so you're just like, okay, well, I'll just, I guess I'll just go with you. Or is it like, because yeah. if you're with someone, you settled for them no matter what. True. You know, it's like you settled down with them.
3: The mindset is really, the, of the question, like, the perspective and the way it's, it's termed or verb, like, it's kind of weird.
2: Well, I think. Well, I think what they're my. I'm assuming that they are saying, yeah, like they settled I've,
1: for something less. Yeah, than than what than they, what they could have had, or like
2: maybe they're wondering like what could have been. Like I think I maybe could have gotten someone better, but I just settled for this guy. Like great. So
0: well, saying, if he's if he's really not great, and it's like, I don't know. That's kind of like a. I don't want to roast him, but if he's not, like, a great guy and he's not, like, treating you right, then maybe and you're like, did, so. I, I could have got someone who's going to treat me good, who's going to, like, whatever, then it's like, yeah, maybe you settled for them and you should, like, you definitely deserve someone who's going to love you unconditionally and treat you right. If but if it's, like, you're just them. thinking kind of goes into the high expectations. If you're, like, I deserve the most perfect person in the world and I just, like, settled for somebody, it's, like, that's almost on you.
2: Yeah, you kind of have to remember also why you started dating them in the first place. I think that's important to kind of, like, go back to, like, yeah, why do I love this person so much? Because everyone, you know, if the relationship gets stale or it's not as great as it used to be, at one point it was because obviously you obviously wouldn't have gotten married or been dating for eight years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to go back to, like, what is it that initially attracted me to them? Why do I love them? And then see if that's kind of still consistent and, like, you just have forgotten about that because it's been so long or if, like, things have changed and maybe you need to talk about things. I don't yeah. know.
0: Aziz Ansari talks about this in his book, Modern Love, I think. I'm sorry, called. who? Aziz Ansari. Okay.
2: I thought that was not English. It just went oh. so fast and, <laughs> like,
0: I blinked. Um, he talks about this in his book because back in the old days, you had, like, three options in your hometown of, like, guys you could marry. And it's like, those are the people who ended up being married for like 60 plus years. It's like, they're so happy. But then people who have so many options, like today we have so many options. Like you see on Instagram or on social media, like a plethora of people you could have been with. So it's so easy to like compare. And he was saying, it's like when you go to an ice cream shop and there's so many flavors, you're going to be more dissatisfied with the flavor you chose because you're always going to be thinking about the other flavors you could have got whereas if you go to an ice cream shop and they have three flavors and you pick one, you're like, this is great. You don't even think about like, oh, I missed this opportunity. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's like a almost like not everyone, but everyone is going to get to a point where they're like that because of the world that we live in where it's like you always you can't be always looking for the next best thing. No, and you also can't
2: find a person that is absolutely perfect in every single area. So sometimes yeah. it's maybe easy to look at someone else and be like well they have this and i love that but like then you have to realize they don't have other things about your person Mm -hmm. that you love you know what i mean totally and
3: everyone's putting their best self out there whether it's like in public or on social media so a lot of times it's not what you think it's true like the grass is not always greener um
2: even though it looks that way even
3: though it looks that way and i feel like that's a huge like almost problem in our dating culture right now is people are just like well what could be if I was with yeah. them, them, them. When really if you if the person makes you happy and you feel like they love you, they care about you, then you focus on what you can control and like you, yeah. you better it. In most cases, I don't I like
1: don't like the question what if? Yeah. Cause it, it just seems I don't know, like JC was saying, if that that spark was there at the beginning and like you liked each other and you started dating because you like each other, you love each other. And then things just kinda kinda died down. Then yeah, you need to pick that back up. And you can't be asking what if? Like I married someone else who maybe kept that spark alive for me or Yeah. You, know, you can play you that game yeah. all yeah. Day. There's billions of other people out there. You can't just always ask what if. Like you gotta be grateful for who you're with and yeah and why you started dating in the first place.
0: And I think the one like exception is if they're not willing to like listen to you and like listen to your needs and they are treating you bad and like it's the actual problem, then yeah, you deserve better better than that. But it's like if you have someone who loves you, they're gonna listen. If you're like, I'm not getting this from you, or like I'm like missing this, and you talk to them, they're gonna want to like satisfy that for you, or they're gonna want to fulfill that need for you. But you just have to be honest with them. So you can't just be in your head thinking all day like, well, this person would do this for me and this person would do this. First of all, you don't know if they would. Second of all, have you even asked Exactly. That's true. Well, piggybacking off that, and this is the last
2: question. Someone said, my standards are so high. Is that a bad thing? And and I I think what they mean by that is that their standards, they're kind of picky. Like their standards for their future spouse or the person they're dating are really high. Do you think that's a bad thing?
3: I think, yeah, no. Like, I mean… You wanna have high standards, but if it's being a detriment to finding someone, finding a partner, finding a boyfriend, girlfriend, then it's a bad thing. Like if it's if you're not giving someone a shot because they don't check all of your boxes right away, then potentially you might need to lower that standard. A well little there's bit. like having there's having high standards and
1: then there's being like nitpicky.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: You can have those like core standards of like who you want. Your person to be, but you can't be nitpicky about like every single thing they do and just throw them away because they don't check one tiny little box. Sure. I
2: think they need to maybe, or you need to kind of pick like the main thing, the three right. main things where you're like, mm-hmm. these are really important to me. Like, I really want someone that's loyal and honest. I want someone that I'm attracted to, and I want someone that has a sense of humor. Like, those things yeah, are and great. You can't
1: get too specific. You exactly. Know? Like, but it's- I want them to have a, Little a petite certain. nose. Yeah. And blue eyes, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. totally.
2: It's like when you're 14 and you're like, I want someone with, that's tall and has blue eyes. It's like, yeah. you can't get that, you know, nitpicky Specific. with it because chances are, like, I bet you never saw yourself marrying a redhead. Huh? Yeah, no. Gotcha.
1: I didn't really care gotcha. about it though. I didn't think about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I'm and just saying. And that's the thing. If you have all those little things to check off, then that's all you're thinking about. And you can't really, like, Get past, let those, yeah, get past those, and like
0: see them really for who they see are.
1: if you like that person yeah. for who they are.
0: And I think sometimes maybe people again have a deeper issue where they're looking for things not to like about someone, like they're looking for ways that they're like, no, I can't because you have this and this and this. When in reality, they might really like have a connection to them, or they might really like them, but they're either scared of being in a committed relationship, or they are scared of letting their guard down in front of somebody. So they're like, well, you don't have this, this, and this.
3: Or their parents have instilled something into them as well.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a big one. Like they have to be like a prince.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 Uh...
0: Nick tried so hard to validate me for that. He's like, yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah, like I'm your prince.
0: (laughs) No, I (laughs) was making a dumb joke about princesses like you know, the classic movie where they have to marry a prince yeah. and they fall in love with the Oh yeah. Officer. Oh dumb.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a dumb joke. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, <laughs> oh it gets yeah. That. The
1: more oh, you explain yeah it. that was dumb. <laughs> I
2: get it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, that is gonna be it for our episode. We cannot believe it's been an hour so already. Long. It's that's, like we
0: could spend our whole lives when
1: with you guys. Sitting here and talking on a mic. Exactly.
2: You know, it really does. Having
1: a little bit of fun. Eating some Just peanuts, drinking some water.
0: You've been eating peanuts?
1: Yeah, I have honey roasted peanuts.
0: Wow, that's a pure talent to be able to eat in podcasts. I'm like
3: shaking from the Celsius energy drink today. I
0: drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the thing. I'm a little I need lightheaded. A little if sip. I
3: stood up, I'd pass out right now.
0: Amazing. <laughs> I need a little sip.
2: I'm feeling depleted. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed our cute husbands on with us. It's always a pleasure, you guys. Yeah, pleasure doing business with you. Literally. <laughs> Literally, thank you for being our business partners. If you guys want to follow us, our What We Said Podcast Instagram, that's what it's called, at What We Said Podcast. We post lots of fun stuff. It's a great way to get involved with the podcast and kind of let your voice be heard because we take suggestions from you guys. Whenever we do episodes like this where we're answering questions, those are all from you guys. So
0: if you want to be involved, go ahead and give us a follow or just check it out. And subscribe to our podcast. Don't forget to do that. Rate, review, what? How many stars do we want, boys? Five. five. That's right.
1: Six, if possible.
0: <laughs> Is Long that all possible.
1: Three paragraphs.
0: Yeah, exactly. MLA format. Thank you very much. Even and-
1: if you have something negative to say, rate it five stars.
0: Yeah.
2: So that and then we- drop
3: us an email. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm just joking. Yeah.
2: Perfect. Also, you guys can, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you screenshot it and put it on your Insta story so we can shout you out and send you a little message. But that's going to be it for today's podcast. We love you. And that's That's what what we said.
0: said. Bye. Bye. Bye.